911, where's the address of your emergency? Yes, I'm at the Crown, uh, Crown Plaza at O'Hare Airport. And I was calling because my daughter came to a party here last night, a gathering with her friends. And um, now her friends, they say that they left on the front of the hotel and she's not able to be found now. She's 19 years old. So so what what would you suggest? Well, again, again the, the only thing I would suggest maybe just, um, you know, give her a couple hours. You know, she could have went, you know, she could have went somewhere with one of her other friends. I mean, and who knows what her friends are saying is true, you know what I mean? Exactly. That's, you, just, you could tell not to be saying, you could tell it don't sound right. I'm a parent. I've been young before. And it's not sounding right. It don't sound right, period. That's why I came out here myself. So when do you, how long does it take for me to file a missing person report? Well, well, you can you can file it at any, at, at, uh, at any time. It just, uh, like I said, you know, just, you know, just give it a little bit of time. You know, if, if you hadn't heard from her by... I want to say about 10, 11 o'clock, then by all means, you know, give us a call again. You can come to the station and uh, we can help you out from there. Okay, thank you. Yeah, right. I'll do that. Okay, thank you okay. so much for texting. Okay. Right, you're very welcome. Have a good day. Also breaking tonight, hours of new video are released, revealing more about a woman found dead in a hotel freezer. CBS 2's Audrina Vegas joins us now. So you poured through this video. What is it showing us? 36 hours of video, and this was just released to us a few hours ago. This video shows Kanika Jenkins walking into the kitchen, but we never see her entering the freezer. And tonight, that is why her family is not satisfied with the theory that she walked into the freezer on her own. So here's what we know so far. Kanika Jenkins is a 19-year-old girl who was found dead inside a latched freezer of a hotel in Chicago on the 10th of September, 2017. Uh, many YouTubers that I watch, such as Shane Dawson, have looked into this incident, and they point out plot holes that say that maybe Kanika's death was not an accident. I have a timeline here from the police. I'm going to summarize it for you. Um, and it all starts at 11.30 p.m. on September 8th. Kanika Jenkins left her home in her mother's car with her friends, and they originally planned to go see a movie, but went to the Crown Plaza Chicago O'Hare Hotel and Conference Center instead to attend a birthday party. Um, they stopped on the way to pick up a Bluetooth speaker, a bottle of Cognac, an energy drink, and some marijuana, the friends told the police later. Security footage shows Jenkins and three female friends enter the hotel at 1.13 a.m. At approximately 1.30 a.m., Jenkins sent a text message to her sister. This is the last time that her family heard from Kanika directly. At 1.36 a.m., a Facebook Live video appeared to show a party in the ninth floor room of the hotel. The video features a woman in mirrored sunglasses talking to the camera. Reflected in her glasses, Jenkins appears to be sitting on the other side of the hotel room. At 2.17 a.m., Jenkins posts a Snapchat video in the hotel bathroom according to her sister. Her friends say that Kanika spent her time talking, drinking, and dancing at the party. Um, as her friends prepared to leave the party around 3 a.m., Jenkins supposedly realized she left some of her belongings, including her phone. She stood in the hallway by an elevator while her friends went back to find her stuff, according to a police report. A friend said it took around 10 to 15 minutes, and when they returned, Jenkins was nowhere to be found. 
From 325 to 332 a.m., surveillance videos show that Jenkins was staggering around the hotel by herself, bumping into walls and into a stair railing. She stumbles through the kitchen and around the corner where she was never seen alive again. This footage, of course, wasn't seen until much later, and it's honestly just, it, it's so haunting. Um, anyways, at 7.15, Teresa Martin, Kanika's mother, calls the police, as we heard earlier, and expresses concerns that her daughter has been drinking and asks why she would leave her phone behind if she was okay. Um, at 8.29 p.m., officers are dispatched to the hotel and they search for Jenkins and review surveillance. They leave eventually, but they tell the family to contact them with any new information. September 10th, 12.23 a.m., a hotel worker walks through the empty kitchen just around the corner outside the camera's view where the freezer is located and then summons a police officer. Jenkins is discovered in a cooler inside a freezer lying on her side with her face down. One of her... One of her shoes is off, and paramedics find no cardiac activity and say her body is frozen. Later that morning at 12.48 a.m., Jenkins is pronounced dead. Now, here's where the plot holes come in. So, the freezer was latched shut when she was found, right? If, if it was, was latched shut, and autopsies suggest that Kanika was drunk, and I honestly don't see how she would have been able to open a latched freezer door. It had to be heavy, don't you think? Like, it's a big commercial kind of freezer. It, I don't know. It's so... I don't understand how she would have gotten in. Anyways, so I took the liberty of looking into her autopsy, and Kanika had a small cut on her right ankle and a bruise on her right leg when she was found dead. Um, it never said if it was, like, a fresh cut or an old cut, but while I was watching footage of her, she did seem to be staggering and, like, limping, leaning to the right a little. She was always running into the right wall, and she was obviously intoxicated, but where, where did the cuts come from? Were they recent? But she was limping, I feel like, a little more than just because she was intoxicated, and she was most definitely impaired. And autopsy said that they found ethanol and topiramate in her blood. And that is a drug for treating epilepsy and migraines. And it was definitely a contributing factor. I think it is because it's like taking two different drugs at the same time. It's going to have different effects. Um, her family said that Kanika was not prescribed that drug. And when she was found, her blood alcohol level was 0.112%. Police photos show that Jenkins was still wearing the clothes she wore in the surveillance videos. Um, but the shirt beneath her jacket was pulled up, exposing her right breast. The photos raised more questions about Kanika. And her cause of death was hypothermia. Scientists who study hypothermia have uncovered a phenomenon known as a paradox known as paradoxical undressing, where people freezing to, that, to death remove their clothes. This theory could explain the photos. So people would read the police reports of this and found plenty of plot holes which sparked tons of online conspiracies. They were all over YouTube and Twitter and all sorts of social platforms. And one of these theories was that Kanika 
was actually murdered when she was drunk so that the hotel could harvest her organs and sell them on the black market. Just... That is so gross. It's just dark, haunting. Um, This stems from the fact that, number one, she was found in a freezer, which you can preserve organs that way. They're usually stored in ice. Um... Number two, the hotel was really shady in giving Kanika's mother the videos, and the cameras in front of the freezer that would have shown her going inside were apparently broken. And number three, the local organ donation center around there was under investigation for harvesting at the time. So the police reports didn't just spark theories, of course. They sparked plenty of questions, such as, Why was the freezer door unlocked in the first place? Like, shouldn't it be locked when it's not being used? And if it was a sliding door like it was shown, why would Kanika be able to open it or close it when she could barely walk out of an elevator or around the hall? It's so fishy, and everyone online agreed. So another point they could go with this was that that area of the hotel was supposedly closed off for construction, which I think personally is a good reason for the freezer to be unlocked, but at the same time, why was the freezer on? It was closed off. It wasn't even being used. It's really fishy. Kanika's sister even came out on the news about this and said that she doesn't think that Kanika would have been able to open the freezer door. Uh, She worked in a cafeteria, she said, and the freezer doors are heavy and that there was no way that if Kanika was drunk and stumbling around that she would have ever been able to open a heavy freezer door like that. So there was a couple reasons that Kanika's family was absolutely not satisfied with the idea that it could have just been a freak accident.